In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today actually is the third Sunday of the Coptic month, Abib. And during this month, we celebrate the Feast of the Apostles on the 5th of Abib. That's why the readings of the four Sundays are about ministry in general. In the first Sunday, we heard about the commission of the 70 apostles. Last Sunday, we heard about the offenses of the ministry. And the focus was on the offense of teaching. And the Lord said, if anyone who offend these little ones, it's better for him to be cast into the sea and be drowned. So first Sunday is a commission of the 70, an instruction about ministry. Second Sunday about the offenses of ministry. This Sunday about the management in ministry, management in ministry. And the best example of the management actually is the miracle of feeding the multitude from five loaves and two fish. And this actually gave us many, many lessons as we will discuss in leadership and management. The first lesson, what we call the holistic approach. In ministry, we should not focus only on the spiritual needs of the people, but also we should focus on their physical needs and psychological needs. So we don't look at the person just as a spirit, because any person is a spirit, soul, and body. In order to serve this person better, we need actually to serve the whole person. So physically, psychologically, and spiritually. So when the Lord actually found the people are hungry, they actually stayed with him for three days without eating. He refused to send them away without feeding them first. And he instructed the apostles to give them something to eat. And this leads us to the second lesson, which is the style of the leadership. Many styles in the leadership, but actually, as in the secular world, they say the best style is the servant leadership. So the leader to serve his people. And this example of servant leadership, we can see it in the Lord Jesus Christ. As we read in the scripture, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve others. And in attending to their needs, physical needs, psychological needs, and spiritual needs, he is serving them. Also, even again in the secular world, they say the best style in, leader, in leadership besides the servant leadership is what we call we leadership, not I leadership. I, there is dictatorship, but we as a group. 
And we can see here how the Lord actually, even in making decision, he did not make the decision by himself. Definitely, he knew what he was about to do. But he asked them, give them something to eat. And they start to enter into dialogue with them. They told him, we have no more than five loaves and two fish. And another one said, if we go and buy just bread, we need about 200 denarii just to provide them with bread. So he discussed with them, not only in the decision making, but in the execution he gave to the disciples and the disciples distributed to the people. Also, in leadership and management, we need actually to trust in God. If we trust in our leadership skills, we will fail. But we need to trust in God. And he set, us, he set an example before us when he prayed, even before uh, distributing the, the food. Uh, as we read, he, he, he looked up to heaven, he blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples. Before making any decision, either in your household or in any service you are in charge of, you need to put your confidence in God. I like when King Solomon was appointed as a king after his father David passed away. And the Lord appeared to him and he told him, ask anything, anything, and I will give you. So King Solomon asked for wisdom because without heavenly wisdom, he cannot manage and lead these people. Confidence in God. Also, we can see in, in the management style of our Lord Jesus Christ, the order and organization. He said to the disciples, make them sit down in groups of 50. Make them sit down in groups of 50. Can you imagine we have 5,000 men other than women and children? If every man has one wife and two children, at, of course at the time they had more than two children, but let me assume the family is composed of four persons. Four by 5,000 are speaking at least about 20,000. 20,000? That's at least. So how can you distribute food to 20,000? How many hours you need to distribute food? But when they were organized, and actually I can imagine the disciples made leaders for each like 10 groups of 50, and they gave to the leader, and the leader distributed to the leader of each group and the leader of each group distributed to the 50. With this process, actually, they were able to distribute the food for everyone. And no one was ignored. No one was neglected. Each one actually ate and they were filled. Order and organization. Also, we can see the order and organization uh, in collecting the leftover. So, each group knew that the leftover will not be thrown away. 
they will be collected, they will be gathered, and they will be brought back to the disciples. And we can see here how through teamwork, all of them were working together in very organized way. Their productivity was very high, and they were able to manage to distribute this food for this huge group of people in a very effective way. Also, there is a lesson to us that we need to work with the resources that we have, regardless how these resources are little. Maybe in our eyes we can see they are not enough, but when we trust God and we pray for the blessing of God, these resources will be blessed. And we can read in the whole Bible how God actually many times intended to work with minimum resources. Not much, but minimum. In order to assure us that His blessing with us is more than what we need. Gideon, when he went to the war, he took with him thousands of people, but the Lord told him, no, this is too much for me. And he started actually to reduce the number, to reduce the number, until they became only 300. And according to Gideon's mind, how can I win with this small number? But it is not by number, not by power, but by His grace, by His might, says the Lord of hosts. Even when the Lord, in the commission of the twelve and the commission of the seventy, when He sent them, He sent them without any resources. He told them, carry neither silver or gold with you. But He worked with them and He blessed them. That's why Peter and John, when they entered into the temple and the paralytic man asked alms from them, Peter told him, gold and silver I don't have, but what I have I will give you. And what did he have? The name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the blessing. And through the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, he healed this paralytic man. So don't grumble if the resources that you have in ministry or even in your household is little. Trust the Lord. Work your best to work with the resources that you have and through the blessing of God you will be able to uh, cover all your needs. Also there is a lesson here in giving. The five loaves and the two fish were the lunch of a little lad. Can you imagine if a little boy has his lunch and then somebody came to him and told him, we need to take from you your lunch. Why? Because we're going to feed these 20,000 by your lunch. Uh, I don't think any person would, be, would agree to give his food. But this lad has trust I am sure when he heard the teaching of the Lord for three days, he was full of faith, full of trust and confidence in the Lord. That's why he was not reluctant to give his food, the five loaves and two fish, to give it to the disciples and they took it to the Lord. And 
This lad ate and was filled not only him but everyone. When we give, God actually we will give us more. And that is the promise of the Lord. Give and you will be given. Blessed, it's more blessed to give than to receive. And also collecting the fragments or collecting the leftover, again it is a very important lesson for us not to waste the resources that we have even if they are too little. Many of, of us, they don't care about the fragment, fragment of food, fragment of money, fragment of time. We don't pay attention to this. But these are resources that God entrusted us with. And when actually we pay attention to these resources, God will bless us more. From these fragments, they were able to collect 12 baskets. 12 baskets. So each one of the 12 disciples carried one basket full of food with him. And definitely there was creating of a new material because how five loaves and two fish feed the multitude and then the leftover 12 baskets, which means God is the creator. God created more material here to feed the multitude. And also, all the reading today spoke about management. In the Supreme letter today from 1 Timothy chapter 6, St. Paul spoke about money management. When he said, Godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many souls. So here is about how to manage your money God's way, not my way. Management money, how to get the money and how to spend the money. Knowing that money is just a tool. Don't make money your God. Money is just a tool. We use it. But when we make it our God, the Lord told us, you cannot serve two masters, God and Mammon. Either you serve God and either you serve Mammon. In the book of Acts, a praxis of today, there is about time management. St. Paul, people asked him to stay a longer time with them. He did not consent, but took leave of them saying, I must by all means keep this coming feast in Jerusalem but I will return again to you, God willing. Many people demand our time, as they demanded time from St. Paul. But St. Paul, he had a schedule. He wants, he knows what he should do. That's why although they asked him to stay a longer time with them, he was not embarrassed to tell them no. And he did not consent, but took leave of them saying, I must by all means, 
keep this coming feast in Jerusalem. In leadership and management, also it's very important to not only to manage your money, but to manage your time, because these are resources. In the Catholic epistle, it's about how to be an example. A manager should lead by his example. A leader should lead by his example. When he said, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment, for we all stumble in many things. So instead of just giving lectures and just becoming a teacher and teach and teach and teach, no, you, you should lead by your example. And also in this miracle, there is a human resource management, how the Lord managed to use the 12 apostles and to use the leaders of the people to distribute all this food in, in an effective way and in a shorter time. What I'm trying to say, for any successful ministry, there has to be a vision, there has to be mission, there has to be management and leadership. The leader actually puts the vision and the manager is the one who executes the vision. And this is the difference between the leader and the manager. The leader makes the vision and the manager actually executes the vision. So in your house, as parents, you should be leaders and managers. And you should actually lead your, your household to manage the time, to manage the money, to manage your family, and to lead them by your example in the ministry, in the, the church also, in any type of ministry, whether it is Sunday school, board, service in, in uh, kitchen, evangelism, any, any type of ministry in the church. We need to have actually and to develop our leadership skills and our management skills in order to have a successful ministry. So this actually, the, this miracle, feeding the multitude from uh, the five loaves and two fish, is actually taught as a complete course in administration in the theological seminaries. Many, many lessons, and just try to summarize, but many, many lessons in leadership, management, and administration uh, can be learned from this miracle. And by the way, administration, many people say administration is something not spiritual. No, actually. If you read in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is administration. So administration is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So administration is a spiritual activity you do it, each one according to his gift and calling. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.